right, hear the music. Yeah, it's Wednesday, and that means it's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Joining us in just a minute, stay tuned. We'll be talking with realty expert John Brodeen right after this. Look, if you're feeling cramped, uncramp yourself. And you won't feel overwhelmed by the idea of... Look, if you're feeling cramped, uncramp yourself. And you won't feel overwhelmed by the idea of selling your home while you buy another. And you won't come down with a case of the, oh no, what have we done? Because our network agents have the expertise to see you through the entire journey. Well, that was kind of odd. <laughs> I don't know if that was synced. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we are missing a camera. Um, apparently, we didn't turn the camera on behind us or why, what it's going on here. Oh, there we go. There you go. Maybe if I hit the right button, that would help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Brodeen, welcome, man. How yes. are you doing? Good, <laughs> good. Uh, wasn't expecting you to walk in this morning. Yeah, we had a quick change of plan. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always glad to come in here, though. I have good. a lot of fun with you guys. So. Yeah, we love having you in here. Uh, yeah. Did you do anything fun for the 4th? I uh, went over to my parents' place, had some burgers, went and watched the fireworks. Pretty low-key. Mm-hmm. Stayed in town. Day, but stayed in town. It was, it was fun, though. All, still food. have uh, all your fingers and all toes fingers and everything. And toes. Everything's yep. in place. Nose yep. looks like it's healing up a little bit. Yep, yep. Good. Everything's good. Good. <laughs> Quit getting beat up and beating up people yeah, so often. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing good right This is about as good as I'll be. So <laughs> Okay. Had Monday off. They, the gym was closed on Monday, so that's probably uh, probably helped me a little bit. Well, do you do that every once in a while where you just say to yourself, I, I need a little bit of, uh, of a break. I need to um, rest my muscles a little bit or you just go 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 all the time go 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 uh i probably have been going on average like four to five times a week for the past four four years wow i can't do it except for when they were closed for covid for a little while yeah what'd you do then uh i went a little bit crazy i was (laughs) i was missing it so much i just worked out a lot at home i that's when i got my nice home gym set up so Mm. i've still been using that but i just you know, yeah, it, it was hard to buy stuff for that too at the time. Oh, I bet it was bet. impossible to find weights. It was impossible to find like equipment. But I put together a nice, nice gym for myself. So good, good. Yeah. And uh, you know, we had that at our house uh, years ago, and it, it just turned out to be a really nice place to put your laundry. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. All right, should we talk realty stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, uh, okay, I'm just going to be blunt here. Why should someone hire you as their listing agent? I mean. What makes you so good or what makes you so different than all the other realties, uh, realtors out there? Yeah, so there are a lot of realtors out there. Everybody knows a realtor. Um, the thing is, not all realtors are, you know, offer the same amount of value. Mm-hmm. Um, the really good realtors in town are worth every single penny, but the less experienced, you know, maybe part-time, not-so-good realtors who just really aren't experts in real estate um, – they, you know, realtors get paid well every time they sell a house and mm-hmm. they can be pretty overpaid if they're not a professional. So first off, um, things that make me different. So first off, just being full-time, mm, uh, yep. I've, I've been a full-time real estate agent for I think seven, seven years now. Um, I, you know, I started pretty young and I jumped into it full speed. Um, so I think in 20, yeah, 2014, I was rookie of the year in the, uh, in our local association. Wow. Um, so I jumped into it full time, about two thirds of the realtors in town sell fewer than 10 homes a year. Um, I was the top producer in 2017, 2019. We'll see if I get it again this year. I must be doing that. Are every, you in the running every other year thing? Yeah. Okay. At my office. <laughs> um, 
Only so out of 247 licensed realtors in town, only 60 are really full time realtors based on the amount of production that they Mm -hmm. do. Um, And so, like some examples, I was in the top five percent of Berkshire Hathaway agents uh, worldwide. Um, The top 10 percent of realtors in Grand Forks sell 83 percent of all the houses that get sold in Grand Forks. Holy, so know that? Wow. Yeah. So there's a small chunk of agents that do the majority of Mm -hmm. the business, the most experienced. They're the real experts. And then you've got a, a large number of agents that split up a small number of transactions. And like we said, it's hard to be good at something that you're not doing all the time. So if you're not doing you know, a, a lot of business, you're probably behind the curve. You're a little rusty. You don't know the process like the back of your hand. You're mm-hmm. not as organized. Um, so, And I'm roughly in the top 5% in volume for residential sales um, in Grand Forks uh, for Grand Forks sales. I specialize in Grand Forks. Um, 80, and the other thing is, so I've been in the business for seven years now, um, 85 to 90% of new realtors drop out of the business within five years. They never fully make it to being a full-time agent. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to, let's look at it from a process of elimination. Uh, you want to eliminate if you're looking for a real pro, especially on the listing side where it's more important and there's more at stake, you probably want to eliminate brand new realtors and you want to eliminate part-time realtors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I was also ranked as the top negotiator uh, by Homelight, which is a third party. It's owned by Google. Um, they have commercials on TV all the time. They help people find realtors basically. <clears throat> and they ranked me as the top negotiator, I think the last two years in a row. Um, because they they have access to all of our uh, transaction numbers, mm-hmm. so you know there's the there's a difference between people that toot their own horn. Uh, there's a difference people that deserve to toot their own horn and people that shouldn't be. Uh, I could see why. I mean, yeah. your numbers and everything are great. Yeah, and and it's a little shameless here, so it, it pains me a little bit to do this, but uh, it, it could be valuable for some of the listeners. So we're ruling out part-time agents. We want somebody who sells a lot of real estate, who knows what they're doing, who's experienced. You also, you know, you're selling a home. You want somebody who's experienced, not just in working with buyers, because that doesn't really apply to working with you as a seller. Mm-hmm. You want somebody who's a listing agent. Um, more than half of my transactions come from the listing side. Last year, over half of my transactions came from the listing side. This year, it's going to be, you know, it could even be up to two thirds, depending on how the rest of the year goes. Sure. That takes a much higher level of skills and expertise, you know, working with buyers. Um, a buyer still wants as good of an agent as they can possibly get, but there's a little less on the line when you're a buyer. Mm-hmm. You're not the one paying them. Um, you know, you want somebody who can negotiate well for you and who, who can give you neighborhood insights. But when if you were to hire a bad agent as the seller, it could really cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so I'm, I'm a listing agent. There's not very, even out of those full-time agents, the majority of those full-time agents and the top agents, it's, it's, probably, it's a lot less than half that are actually listing specialists. So I'm in that group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, out of those listing specialists, you want to look at who has the best track record. Um, I've talked about this quite a few times um, with, you know, the numbers you want to look at. Yep. You want to look at original list to sale price ratio. That shows how accurate they, how accurately they price properties the first time. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. want to look at sale to, list to, uh, sale to list price ratio. So that's whatever it was priced at um, at the time the offer comes in. You want to see at what, what percentage of full asking price they're getting. Um, so that measures how well they negotiate. You want to look at average days on market. 
longer days on market means probably a more stressful, uh, headache-filled listing process. Fewer days on market means it was an easy, smooth process, and that probably means the agent made fewer mistakes. So um, my average original list-to-sale price ratio is 98.87%. And something to note here is this is from 1-1 of 2017 through now. So we know in the past like year and a half, two years, the market's been really, really hot. You want to see how well that agent did when the market wasn't so hot. Right. Because it's one thing if you can, you know, kind of match the market numbers when the market's hot, but you also want somebody who can beat the numbers when the market is not hot. That really is going to show their skills. So my average is 98.87% original list to sale price ratio. The average agent in Grand Forks is at 95.84%. List to sale price ratio. So how well uh, the agent negotiates. The average agent in town is at 97.88%. My um, list to sale price ratio is 99.58%. So we're on average hardly negotiating down at all. And this is everything from 2017 through now. Now, I would imagine, uh, has there been more negotiating up this year because of how crazy everything has been? This year, yes. Uh, 2019 and before, no. Mm -hmm. Not as much. Um, Average days on market. So this kind of measures the hassle factor. Yep. It also measures how well you price properties, how well you market properties, um, how smoothly you're able to handle these transactions. And this is from listing until closing. My average is 66 days. Again, that's since the beginning of 2017. Um, the average agent in Grand Forks, 130 days. Almost, or yeah, almost double. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of things that you want to check out. So you might say, well, John, how do we know you're not pricing properties below market value just so that you can, uh, you know, have better original Pad list- your numbers a little pad bit. Pad your numbers. Mm-hmm. How do we know you're not um, canceling listings once they hit 60 days on market and then resetting them? to keep your average uh, to, again, on market back. pad your numbers again. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure there's no funny business like that going on. So important things to check there to make sure that they're not underpricing properties. Uh, my average price per square foot sold on my ground fork sales in the past 12 months is $116 and 30 cents per foot. The average agent sells homes for $112 and 92 cents per foot in that same time period. So we're selling houses for more. We're more importantly, not just selling houses for more, selling houses for more per square foot. Um, that's a more comprehensive way to look yeah. at how mm-hmm. much you're selling properties for. And then you want to look at percentage of listings that didn't sell. So people don't want to talk about this, but if you're canceling um, listings or having listings expired, um, even if you're canceling a listing and putting it back on the market and then selling it, it's going to count. It's going to count as a listing that didn't sell because it canceled withdrew or expired. Mm -hmm. Um, So the percentage of my listings, so if you take my total number of sales and then, um, or you take the total number of homes that didn't sell divided by the number of homes that I did sell, uh, percentage of listings that don't sell for me is 6.7%. The average agent, uh, 22.3%. So we're not underpricing properties. We're not canceling properties and putting them back on the market to help our numbers. These numbers are the real deal. So an agent can tell you whatever they want. They can say, we've got the hottest new marketing technique. We've got this new system. We've got this, we got that. But you don't know if it works until you look at mm-hmm. how well it's worked for their past clients. And, and, and I mean, you show up here with all these numbers 
and all the proof. So I want to ask you this. Uh, when you were a lad, a young lad, when you were growing up, did you want to be a realty expert? Did you ever envision yourself doing this? Because obviously you're still very young, but you've still got a bunch of experience in this because you got an early start. But did you ever think this is what you'd be doing? To be honest, no. Uh, I probably didn't even know what a real estate agent was when I started thinking about what I wanted to do when I grew up. Um, I actually... Uh, I loved art and I loved design when oh. I was a kid. I would watch HGTV. I loved interior design. I, I remember even as early as like middle school, I was I was watching HGTV with my parents all the time and stuff like that. And I, when they um, our our kitchen used to be really horrible, and then they remodeled it. I think when I was in early high school, and I just I loved seeing that transform. So I was always really into interior design, and um, I wanted to do something to do with design, not necessarily interior design but just some sort of design. You know, I, I, what I really liked was, uh, I think it's called a industrial designer. Mm-hmm. They design like the packaging for products. Sure. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. Um, I don't know the chances of getting into that line of work. I'm sure it's pretty slim. Um, and then kind of got, I don't know. I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I went to college. And after my first year of college, that's when I, uh, did my, my real estate program through UND and decided to become a realtor. Cause at that time, I had learned about real estate investing, which had gotten me interested in kind of the number side of real estate. Mm -hmm. And that's what eventually drew me to becoming an agent. So did you stick it out through college? Did you get your degree or did you just say, you know what, this is so good and I'm pretty good at this. I think I'm just going to do this. Yeah, I I just did my first year at college, just taking like generals um, and then jumped straight into a real estate program, finished that, took my state and national licensure exams and started real estate back in 2014. So, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't finish out all... And I'm glad I didn't finish out all four years ago. Right, right. I probably would have spent a longer time not knowing what I wanted to do and wasting money. So. Yeah, uh, and the reason I asked is because um, I know a few realtors that have been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, probably been doing it for so long, they probably don't use the technology that you guys use at Berkshire Hathaway because you guys are top of the line with everything. Yeah, so... Most agents, like when you interview an agent, I, I, the chances of the agent even knowing their numbers like this is probably pretty slim. But instead of just keeping track of how many houses you sell and having that be your performance metric, you know, that helps you out as an agent. That helps you make money. But that doesn't, that's not really that much of a reflection on how good of a job you've done for your mm-hmm. clients. So I want to make sure my level of service is top-notch. And that's how you can kind of measure it is by keeping track of these numbers. Because if you do a bad job for somebody, it's going to reflect in these numbers. And you never want. Absolutely. I never want to walk away from something knowing that I did a bad job for a client. So that's something good to show clients when they're interviewing realtors. Yep. Whenever you interview somebody, ask them what their numbers are. They might not even know. Ask them to look them up, you know. Um, And that might do that agent a solid because then they'll start maybe tracking them. Mm -hmm. so some other things that, you know, make me different, obviously you, you see the results, mm-hmm. what, what gets me there are top notch professional photography. Your listing agent is your brand when you're selling right, your home. Right. So all the other agents know that, um, when John lists a house, it typically sells quickly and it sells for very, very close to what they're asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in, I think it might've been the last time I was on, we were talking about clothing companies where there, there might be one clothing company that, you know, they have a 50% off sale. Like half the time, mm-hmm. all their stuff's 50% off. So if you're buying their stuff at full price, you're really better off just waiting for 
their 50% off sale. Sure. Um, because you're overpaying if you're paying full price for one of theirs versus another clothing company who's known to never have sales. So then you know when you're paying full price, you're still you know, paying a fair price. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. Your, your agent is your brand in that aspect. So if an agent uh, doesn't, um, you know, if an agent's known for overpricing properties, when, an, when a listing comes on the market attached to that agent's name, everybody pretty much knows that that, you know, mm-hmm. price is probably too high. And they might start looking at it, that listing, picking it apart, trying to figure out, you know, how far off it is versus when they see one of my listings come up on the market. They know it's going to sell fast. They sell it to all their, send it to all their clients and say, hey, this is an attractive property. You know, this is going to sell fast. And that helps, you know, my brand benefits my client Mm -hmm. and the agents all know what, you know, know what it's about. All right. So if you get uh, top seller again or whatever award, yeah, we'll uh, do you guys do you guys have yourself a big party then? Yeah, we have an award ceremony. And that oh, sort cool. Of thing, so cool. Yeah. How does somebody get a hold of Realty Expert John Brody? 701-213-5428. That's my cell phone. All right. And um, I don't know. Are we going to see you Friday or probably not? Um, I think Ben is going to be coming in on Friday, but I'm not sure. All right. Uh, you got the number. If uh, you're looking to buy or sell your house, get a hold of Realty Expert John Brody in Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, and you know what? If that house you're looking to buy or maybe you want to sell might need a little bit of fixing up here or there get a hold of executive properties they can get it done for you doing all types of commercial and residential work i mean these guys pretty much do everything if they can't they're going to hook you up with somebody that does get a hold of them executive properties and uh, their phone number 701-330-1273 or go to executiveproperties.org well that's it your berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast stay tuned again friday morning about 10 o'clock for another one right here on grand fork's best source